Welcome to the Psychology World Podcast with me, Conor Whiteley. Psychology student and international best-selling psychology author of over 30 psychology books, bringing you the latest psychology news, fascinating psychology topics and more each week. If you want to learn more, then please check out connorwhiteley.net forward slash books. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube video or follow on your favourite podcast app. And here's the show. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 225 of the Psychology World Podcast with me, Con Whiteley. And today's episode is on how to make friends at university. So... The reason why I've actually decided to do this a podcast episode is because it's now basically officially um, four weeks in, until the UK's um, Freshers' Week or University Welcome Week starts. And because this month's um, new release is a student's guide to university and learning, which was sort of my miscellaneous book um, out of the blog post that I did for Active Class like, last year. I thought I would do a, a podcast episode based on one of the chapters because it's really like useful. I think it's really interesting because we because whenever we all start at university, or maybe if we're still at university, we all know that we all get a bit nervous about making friends. This is a brand new place. Maybe we aren't going to university with our school friends, and even if we do, we still want to make friends with our new university lot. So this is a very important podcast episode and it is Saturday the 19th of August 2023 as I record this. So we're moving on to the psychology news section. We're reading from the British Psychological Society Research Digest and the first one is rather interesting. New project to put climate spin on one in five student research studies. This week, Ella Rhodes gives us an yeah, insight into the 5-in-1 project, a new research initiative aiming to make one-fifth of, under, of undergraduate research relevant to the climate crisis. Five psychology departments here in the UK have joined the project so far, and the project leaders hope the idea will spread further in the coming months. Pretty much every academic and most people nowadays worry about climate. We all feel a bit guilty and a bit helpless in the face of climate change, shared Cardiff University's Professor Simon Rushton. Open a quote, we came up with the idea for the one in five and really wanted to make it palatable for academics. There's no additional workload and we don't tell people what to do, close quote. If this approach sounds a vice up your street, you can read about the project over on The Psychologist. So I really quite like this because we all know that um, we really do have sort of the climate crisis. But I think the problem is twofold. One, of course, I'm not going to go into whatsoever. It's the lack of action when it comes to like, governments. But then the other like um, side of the problem is that a lot of like um, lay people, Western non-psychology people, and to be honest, any non-expert, 
who isn't an expert in climate change change though i would sort of say that we all know it's bad but we don't necessarily know what to do on an individual level which is really interesting and that's where psychology comes in because psychology and never used to mean empower people give them hope and most importantly convince them that something needs to be done about the climate crisis because something really really does so the fact that there is this one in five idea i think is a really important and i think it's actually going to be critical going forward because if we can increase the amount of climate psychology research actually going on then i think that there's a high chance that that we're actually going to find something really good really important and also really inspiring and as i will hopefully um help climate change messaging become a lot more effective so the next one is manifestation believe and achieve question mark manifestation is the belief that you can attract success in life through positive self-talk and visualization and behaving as though we've already achieved your goals if you're very online you may have already spotted the uh, the uh, trend pop up in a particular niche of a short form video through the idea of manifesting your destiny is a hugely popular and likely to be influencing the decision and behaviors of millions of people belief in manifestation has so far only received scarce academic in investigation however new work suggests that people who believe in its principles so-called manifestors may attract more negative outcomes than others in fact it seems they may be at increased risk of various misfortunes including bankruptcy and then if you want to read more about the findings then you recognize just like on the bps research digest website but this one i do find quite interesting because again this really does sort of support my belief that if a psychological concept has gained mainstream popularity it's either slightly wrong wrong which includes people's um, ideas about therapy because of course as we all know um if i'll be like clinical psychology um you can't just go into a, a therapist office decide you don't lie on the couch and then your problems magically go away that isn't how therapy works and the whole idea that psychological therapy is only talking a therapy is absolutely wrong um also because there's also a lot more active components too but forgetting like about that so, and then I think the other side of the coin is that at, um, if a, a psychological concept to actually gain popularity, it's probably wrong, wrong though. For example, manifestation, because if this study is a right, and I think it is like largely, is that well, the idea of like visualization and, and actually being more positive to actually get your goals. Well, unless you're actually taking steps towards your goals, you're actually helping to actually um, to actually meet your goals, then you aren't really going to be doing anything. And like bankruptcy, I think that this comes from the idea that if you pretend that, that you've already achieved your goals of, let's say, becoming a millionaire, 
well, you spending like a millionaire, that's not going to help you become a millionaire. In fact, quite the opposite. It will lead to bankruptcy. So really quite interesting. It's interesting what people trick themselves into thinking. I think that it definitely um, should have received more like academic attention because, uh, yeah, because if we like it or not, uh, this is affecting millions of people's lives and their thinking processes. So this does very firmly fall in the remit of psychology. So it's worthy of investigation. So but moving on to the last one. Sellers offer larger discounts for, for similar names. Would you sell your old bike for a lower price to a buyer called Adam than then you would to John? Or less to an, to an Adniette than to a Claire? If your first name starts out with A, you might. In fact, a new work in the Journal of Behavioural and Experimental Economics suggests that you could be willing to accept around 5% less from a buyer as first names share the same initial as your own. The name letter effect is that the finding that people's choices are affected by whether the initial of the person you're interacting with matches or is different to their own. But whilst the name letter effect has, a, has been reported in studies on effing from career choices to judicial centering decisions, there has been little research in as to how it affects seller behaviour, at least until now. Be sure to read Emma Young's roundup of this study over on our website. And I'm just going to say, wow. I mean, I think this is interesting for quite a few reasons. One, I think it's really interesting that someone's actually decided to study this. I mean, like, was there nothing better to study? Was there nothing more life-changing to study available? I think that's always quite interesting. And the reason why I say that is because I don't know the practical uses of this whatsoever, or I don't see how this would be useful in the real world. Two, I think it's I think it's just such a funny little quirk and such a funny little finding. Like um, I don't doubt that it's real, real. I just think that to say that um, we would rather sell to people that share the same letter as our name and actually give them a, a discount, I think it sounds way too correlational. But it's interesting and it's really good that, yes, we're always building our knowledge base. I don't know how useful this is going to be, but it does put a smile on my face to think about it. So, I hope you enjoyed the psychology news section. So, let's move on to the personal update. So we're moving on to the personal update. So I'm actually not going to say um, too much or to be honest, basically anything because this has been a very intense week for me. Not because I've been doing tons of stuff. Or, uh, yes, the only um, thing that I will actually tell you is university clearing. I worked university clearing for 24 hours. Um, so it was two 12-hour shifts. And considering I have never worked 12 hours before, like 12 straight hours before, I mean, people who do this regularly, they are heroes. I mean, sitting at a desk for 12 hours, basically, 
with like an hour break scattered throughout the day. I mean, that is hard work. If you do this for your job, you are a hero, I think. I'm amazed. Um, I, and I also think working clearing is really nice because sometimes you can make them unconditional offers so they get into university. And it's such an eye-opening experience because it's really good that these people do want to come to university and they're trying and you do hear some rather sad stories about why they didn't get their grades and whatnot. So it's um, clearly really interesting, very good experience. And at least it's something else that I can actually put on my CV. But besides that, I'm actually not going to say anything else because it, yes, it's been a very intense week for personal reasons. And I'm actually amazed how much can actually happen in the space of five, six days in a week. But I have got a really good TV like recommendation for all of you that does a deal with like addiction and a whole bunch of like other stuff. If you guys want some really easy like watching, definitely watch Feel Good by May Martin on Netflix. Well, I've just finished like season one and it's absolutely brilliant. I find it ridiculously relatable and I know lots of other people do and you're, and I was like watching it, I cried about three times, the times that we're doing like the six episodes and it was just like if you take out the actual drug addiction, I do find it like a quite scary that me and May Martin, I think Martin there, where I could literally be um, like a switch to like characters and that would actually be a pretty good like reflection of life, minus the actual drug addiction. So really interesting and just really, really like, funny that I really do recommend it because um, uh, and because you'll definitely enjoy it. And as always, I always love to know your thoughts and feelings on today's episode. So you can always email me, ConnorWiley, ConnorWiley.net. You can always leave a comment at the show notes at ConnorWiley.net forward slash podcast tweet me on twitter or x or whatever it is by the time this podcast episode goes out because it seems to be always changing <laughs> i always love to hear from all of you because it really hurts me the podcast feel more like a conversation oh and one thing i would actually say earlier before i actually move on to the to the sponsored product life section is that i highly recommend um, deleting social media apps off your phone if you're going for if you're going through a hard time or if you really want to change your life a little bit though because I've deleted Instagram off my phone um for a period of like two weeks. I started it like um yesterday evening and life has actually got like a lot better so I really do like like um, recommend it especially if you've got a slightly addictive personality and today's episode has been sponsored by a student's guide to university and learning so but this is an absolutely brilliant like a brand new book that has actually been released like very recently and this contains tons of uh, great chapters about university life including like a lot of my own personal chapters about me being a psychology student which um because i've been like really like reading it because of today's podcast episode 
it's actually really fun then to actually go back and look at it from a like fresh perspective though because of course I'm no longer a student at the moment moment because I've um, like graduated but I will be a master's student um, again now so it will be like um, so I definitely am looking forward to becoming a student again and it does uh, contain tons of great information including stuff about like, exams, how does university work, the like social side, how to make friends and so much more great reading a point in affirmation. So whether you're a current um, psychology student or whether you're a brand new um, student as you go into university in uh, September, you really are going to find this useful. So that is a student's guide to university and learning. Available on all major ebook retailers and you can buy the paperback and hardback version from Amazon, local bookstore or local library if you request it. And you can buy the ebook directly from me at payhip.com forward slash con Wiley. So that's enough for your personality, let's move on to the content part of today's episode. So we're moving on to the content part of today's episode. So we're going to be talking about how to make friends at university. This is a really good podcast episode and I know you're going to enjoy it. So let's dive into it. To break up all this university and learning content, I wanted to spend the next section of the book focusing on the all-important social side of university. Since university can be an extremely social and good time of your life if you know how to make friends and find new people. In this chapter, I'm going to help you find your people at at university and why this is so important. Finding your people at university. This is probably one of the only blog posts I have ever resisted writing because I am not an expert in this area. But I guess that means that I am a a good person to write it in at the end. Therefore, in today's blog post, I'll be giving you a few tips about how to find your people at university. And just as a little idea, a disclaimer, because I am a a, UK student, there will be some stuff in today's episode that is UK Pacific. But the vast majority of these points are universal. Talk to people in your lectures and be proactive. This is an easy and a difficult tip to start off with because we all know that we need to talk to others. We know that we need to be social, talkative and be proactive if we want to find new people in any environment. But let's face it, this is scary. I will fully admit I find this sort of thing difficult and I'm not a massive fan of talking to new people in large groups amongst other things. Believe me, I'm seriously not. Yeah, I do encourage you to do it. I recommend you talk to new people, socialise, see where conversations take you. You might end up meeting someone really interesting, a person that is similar to yourself and hopefully a lifelong friend. None of these are possible unless you take the first step and start talking to someone. Also, I need to mention that everyone is in the same boat. Everyone in your lectures and seminars will be nervous, scared and anxious about meeting new people. There is nothing new here. 
Server, be kind to yourself and take the first step to talk to someone. In addition, there is a great easy fact here that might help you, giving you the world's easiest icebreaker. You are all there to study the same thing. Everyone in my lectures and seminars is there to study a psychology. So that's something I got to remember for my final year is that you use the very easy icebreaker of what made you want to study psychology or some version of that. To be honest, I'm I'm a minor hypocrite because I've actually done my final year now. I did not say that to a single person, but there were other icebreakers and there were other conversations that you could have. Mainly, um, what do you think of this lecture? <laughs> Especially when there is a bad lecturer. Believe me, that always gets a conversation going. I think most of this idea about finding your people is down to all of us to stop being nervous about meeting new people and taking that first step. Join societies. So this is the very UK Pacific thing that I mentioned earlier. But for the international audience, UK universities have these large social clubs that are formed around a particular activity called societies. These I cannot stress enough, they are great ways to meet people. For example, in my first year of um, university, I was a member of the Baking Society. And this was a brilliant way to meet other people who enjoyed baking and did other degrees meaning I could hear their egg experiences, get to know them and get to learn from them. It was a great few hours every week when, when I got to hang out with people like me. Additionally, the great thing about societies is most universities have tons of them centred around any activity you can imagine. So I would recommend that you go on your, your university's website to see what they offer and if there is anything that interests you, then you sign up and you go to them. You can have a lot of fun. And one of my friends, um, friends in my first year, he actually did the Quidditch Society, which is a sport from Harry Potter. And yes, and thankfully I never got to watch one of their games because I don't think I would be able to keep a straight face. But yes, they basically run around with brooms in between their legs playing something like football. Lastly, there are always academic societies available to students, so this gives you another opportunity to mix with other students, some of which will be from later stages at the university, so you can hear their egg experiences that I do recommend you do. Don't stress out. So as I put these two in the first section, we all get stressed out or concerned about making new friends, meeting and mixing with newer people. But please do not get stressed out. It isn't healthy and it could only make your concern worse. I would just relax, just do what I've mentioned and remember something else. I first heard of this in my, in my second year from my student ambassador mentor and she mentioned the very true fact that we will meet a new people every term. Due to every term, we will have new modules with different students and we will have to mix up with them again. Meaning, there is never a lack of opportunities to meet new people. 
the only thing there is is a lack of inner trust in taking the opportunity and i know i really know that this is scary and lots of people don't want to take that first step but i highly recommend you do because you will never know where that might take you a person to talk to a friend for the rest of university or a true lifelong friend you will never know unless you take that first step so i really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and you got something out of it i know this was a quite a like shorter like podcast episode because to be honest this actually wasn't meant to be this week's episode there was actually a wildfire and mental health episode that was actually meant to be in its a place but when i was working clearing i actually remembered that i actually had to this like book out but making friends at university it is important um and something else i've realized this week is um i have a lot of other I- a lot of other issues around friends and um making social connections which i need to work on so i really hope for people without like difficulties and other like mental health stuff that this has been really really like useful though because i really do recommend like these tips and these are sort of like the normal ones that people say and hear but there's a reason for that because these do work if you try so if you know someone who would enjoy today's episode then please share it with them I'm always really grateful when you wonderful people help us spread the word uh, about the uh, podcast. And if you want to learn more, definitely check out A Student's Guide to University and Learning, available in all of the usual places. And you can buy the ebook developed for me at payhip.com forward slash con whiteley. And if you wanted to become a, a patron of the show and to get tons of other great rewards, then you can now become a, a patron patreon.com forward slash connor whiteley and i've just remembered that i actually forgot to do that in the sponsored product section but that's the fun of a podcast and you all get to know the real mate because none of this is a professionally planned <laughs> so have a great day everyone and i'll see you next time thanks for listening today I hope you found it helpful. Please remember to like the video and subscribe to the the YouTube channel and follow the podcast on your favourite podcast app. And if you wanted to learn more, then please check out the backlist of the podcast episodes or my books at conwhiteley.net. So have a great day and I'll see you next time.